Welcome to SF Sight Audio. In this review, we'll be listening to Carnival of Death by L. Ron Hubbard, a multicast performance produced by Galaxy Audio, about two hours in length. You know, I would never really say L. Ron Hubbard was a horror writer. For the most part, he wrote some great sci-fi, but Hubbard did write a lot of fiction from various genres back in the golden age of pulp fictions in the mid-20th century. In one of those genres, mystery, some of the stories tended to branch out into the horror realm. This book is one of those that branches out and adds a little of the horror genre of fiction into the mix. Galaxy Audio has taken Hubbard's short stories that were published through various aviation, sports, and pulp magazines and have created a series of somewhat audio pulps. These audiobooks are all about two hours in length and contain one or more short stories within a given genre. The production mixes subtle sound effects, original music, and an extremely talented cast of voice talent to create a cinematic audio experience that provides the perfect audio escape from reality. Rising to a crescendo of stark horror, a scream of death hacked through the gaiety of the night. It came from the sideshows, from directly beneath the lurid banner which depicted ferocious African headhunters at their feasting. In spite of the babble of the pleasure-seeking carnival crowd, the sound lingered eerily for an instant. Gaming wheels stopped their monotonous whirring. Faces in the crowd grew blank and then frightened. The hardened barkers whirled in their stands and stared. The gay Ferris wheel stopped, its motor coughing and spitting in idleness. Grifter and Rube alike, they all seemed to know that death stalked upon the midway. This book includes the following two stories. Story number one, The Carnival of Death. Originally published in Mystery Detective Magazine, November 1934, it starts out a bit of a horror story, but with the twist and turn expertise of Hubbard's typewriter becomes a spectacular mystery in which a drug ring is thwarted. A carnival has recently imported four headhunters from darkest Africa to scare the audiences in America. When the four escape, and headless corpses begin showing up, U.S. Treasury agent Bob Clark, working undercover as security for the carnival, must solve the mystery and before the horror of headless corpses continue. Overhead, the banners fluttered drearily, depicting coffins, skeletons, and, quite correctly, murder. They proclaimed an assortment of sights, thrills, sensations, not the least of which was the mirror maze. Reaching the steps at last, Clark scrambled up to the platform and hurled himself through the door, recoiling as he saw the hideous thing which still twitched on the floor. Lying there in a red lake was a headless body. The ripped clothing was of extreme cut and pattern, proclaiming that the owner had lately been a barker. Clark remembered the man, a yellowish face, uneven teeth, a harsh word-worn voice, shifty, colorless eyes. But whoever or whatever he had been, Clark felt that not even such as he could possibly merit so savage a death. The second story, The Death Flyer, originally was published in Fantasy Magazine, April 1936. It is a great ghost story that would be worth listening to around the campfire, especially if there is a train track nearby. Jim Bellamy finds himself stuck to a train track where decades before a train crashed, killing dozens of people. He cannot free himself from being stuck before a train begins bearing down on him. Suddenly, 
The train stops and the engineer yells down for Jim to hurry on board. They've been waiting for him. Seems Jim has found himself on board a ghost train. But for what reason? Give this one a listen and you'll never hear a distant train whistle the same. The owl gave his death rattle again. Jim Bellamy quickened his pace. Suddenly he tripped. His stomach felt light. He heard a growing roar reverberate through the trees. When he tried to get up, he was blinded by a yellow eye, which grew larger and larger with the noise. He rolled to one side, but he could not get off the tracks. Something was holding his shirt, pinning him down, and the yellow eye stabbed straight through him and held him, horror-stricken to the ties. Good God, it was a train, and he was in its path. He shut his eyes tightly. The roar shook the earth, and through it he seemed to hear the call of the owl which had foretold his death. A shrill screech bit through the roar, and then the thunder died to a hiss. Jim Bellamy sat up. Somehow he was no longer on the track, but beside it. A couple of stories from the Golden Age by L. Ron Hubbard that provide some nice chills of horror. Nothing too scary, though. Reviewing for SF Sight, I'm Guilty Wilson.